The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. Agrax Urchade or Null Noil in the in the dishwasher uh, powder thing. <laughs> Leave it there. I've just got an image now in my head of Atlas just riding into battle on Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> intimidating barbarian on a very unintimidating mount. <laughs> and that sounds like a good stepping off point for the Euroallegiance podcast episode eleven. Here we are. We, we've we've got. 10 episodes behind us and we decided, well, 11, 12, there's not that much going on apart from the Monkey King. So let's just riff. Let's just talk. Let's just plan the first 10 and then drop off like a cliff and see how we go without planning the, the 11th. Now, if we do the Monkey King drama, we could be here for three hours, John, anyway. so Yeah, well, there's, there's certain other podcasts that have been, that is definitely their niche, but we can comment on it. I think, I think. Yeah, I think that would be a good way to start off. On, uh, uh, I'm sure you guys uh, know Ricky Gervais, a very famous British comedian. And he has a very famous sketch about Twitter. And uh, it reminds me of a lot of the stuff on the Cabal about the Monkey King. And he's talking about, you know, he, he posts something on Twitter. So like the Four Horsemen, they post their Monkey King, you know, for sale. And uh, it's like this, you know, it's like... You know, imagine walking into a town square and you see a sign in the town square and it says guitar lessons, $25. And the guy turns around and goes, but I don't bloody well want guitar lessons. (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much how I could sum up some of the reaction to the Monkey King that was definitely not warranted or, you know, yeah, if you don't want the Monkey King, I'd say do something else on your Saturday or Sunday, whenever it was on sale. But posting why well, you don't want it or pass, you know, have at it. Well, obviously that, that one big post, have at it, lads. I don't want it. Like, okay, <laughs> we've yeah. already had it. I honestly don't see the point of those posts. It's just like, if you don't want it, that's fine. But don't feel the need to tell everybody else. Yeah, but you need to, they need the attention. They need to tell somebody. They need someone to agree with them that they're right before they go yeah. buy multiples because <clears throat> it's still not sold out and they're tempted after two days. <laughs> I love some of the arguments too. Are like, you know, well, I've never heard of the character, so I'm not tempted by it. It's like, but look at the pieces. And look how awesome <laughs> it looks. It doesn't have to be a monkey. Just swap that bit out. <laughs> I, If it's not Toy of the Year this year, they'll have gone some to beat it because I can't see anyone else beating it. <laughs> but it's um, like to follow on from last week's uh, chat, you know, I don't, I never heard of Sebedam's Damascus Prince, but I looked at the design of the character and went, whoa, I'm having that. And yeah. I'm going to paint it up in my scheme, you know. 
Well, that's so it. This... What what attracted you to these figures in the first place? It wasn't that you knew exactly what they were, was it? It was they looked really cool. Yeah. Really. If you're going to collect on nostalgia and story, that's fine. There's lines for that. Um, but I think this line can also bring you nostalgia in terms of reminding you of certain genres that you've been into, you know? I think that's definitely where we get a lot of our uh, love for the line, you know, through through yeah, loving, uh, you know, whatever fantasy uh, shows we watched uh, as a kid or whatever, or with Cosmic Legions as all the sci-fi we've ever watched, you know? Yep, yep. So... And speaking personally, the Monkey King is, I mean, one of my favorite programs as a kid was Monkey Magic, which uh-huh. was which was a bonkers take on the the Monkey King, absolutely bonkers, um, but it was just brilliant. I love, absolutely loved it. So that was uh, that was actually tangentially related to the Monkey King, or it was it was it was it was Sorry. meant to be the Monkey King, basically. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 just done in what... a really cheesy sort of slapstick way. And was that um, uh, on BBC or? I feel like I, it was Channel 4 or something like I, that. I'm ah, not Channel sure 4 had I want to say BBC it'll... 2, but I could be wrong about that. You could, you could be. Okay. Could, but uh, it was an English, it was definitely a British production anyway. No, no, no. No, no, no it was dubbed. A, it, I think it was, Oh, it was yeah. dubbed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was just bought yeah, in. My, and... my dad, uh, like, since he was in his teens, it was massively into his East Asian culture. Um, and, of course watched stuff like that he was aware of stuff like that as well as watching um more of the uh um martial arts side of uh, hong kong cinema so of course i've sort of grown up uh, like you rich as a kid we used to watch it religiously um i've seen images of uh monkey king and i used to love the whole you know magic monkey the monkey king um when i was a kid and uh, had a couple of the graphic novels that bought uh, one one year went to um chinese new year i forget what city it was in but it was one that's got a a chinese quarter and you know so they had the dragons dancing outside and and uh, all that sort of stuff going on and went to one of the little shops and they had a bunch of graphic novels of it and i picked up a couple in there so uh yeah like you rich it's like a, from a kid it's it is it's, it's it's always been there in fact i've been working on a little um set of homage figures for monkey magic for quite some time now um and the, and this re- this release isn't going to spoil that because the no. characters the character's going to help you got more parts like this i'm still going to stick with what i got actually um okay. i'm going to keep it a bit more like it was in the um in the tv series yes. but with a mythic take on it so like okay, pig, well uh, after pig, this Pigsy recording, I'm definitely was, looking up monkey yeah, magic. Pigsy in the TV series was a guy with a uh, snout, whereas mine's one of Sebadom's um, Gus heads. So yes. It's a proper pig. Yes. Yeah, I love Gus from Seba. If you haven't listened to Seba last week, definitely go back and listen to it. Oh, fantastic! Really great chat. Yeah. Really interesting. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean, look at look at. Uh, Look at some of the modern stuff. You know, whenever you hear the guys uh, who are selling at shows, our, our friends over in America are selling at shows now, and they're, they're talking about what's going to come after them. You know, who, what's the next nostalgia when they've sold all their Marvel Legends and their Motu and all that? It's it's Dragon Ball Z. It's anime. It's Asian culture. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. kind of figures oh, it's, coming from that side. You know, 
uh, well, I mean, manga and uh, yeah. that sort of stuff has exploded in, well, <laughs> it's not recent anymore, is it? It's pre-COVID, which is long further longer ago than it, it seems. But The uh, COVID years don't count. Yeah, yeah. Think. I mean, it sort of just massively took off because I go to, uh, or used to go to MCM Comic-Con in London quite regularly, and that's that sort of suddenly became Japan-Con and Comic-Con. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to do the one in Birmingham a lot, actually. Uh, yeah. um, and again, again, the same thing. It was just so much manga and sort of Japanese culture stuff there. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's I'm cool, off, yeah, yeah. I'm off to um, a festival called Hyper Japan in London uh, in July because my, my daughter is obsessed with um, Sanrio stuff and manga films and all this sort of stuff. So... Um, so she might be impressed with this? Figure. She might actually be impressed with this. I showed her a picture and she was like, that's not bad, which for her is quite the compliment. Yeah, that's, that's quite glowing that's, praise. That's yeah. glowing praise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even, even uh, if, you, if you're if you're anyway at all interested in Lego, they have, I mean, they have amazing Chinese New Year uh, and, well, just Chinese cultural sets. And they also have a, a line, I don't know if it's still going, but it was going over the last year or two, and it was called The Monkey Kid. And uh, it was based okay. on a, a a show as well, and those sets are also incredible and extremely popular, as far as I understand. It's been a very successful line for them. So, I don't think the Horsemen are um, are onto any sort of a an obscure or loser here. I mean, the figure sold out over the weekend onto Monday, so. Uh, I think they'll be happy enough with that. And I'm pretty sure based on the ongoing success of Figure Obscura, it was it was uh, probably the most figures yet. I have no, no info on that whatsoever, but I'd imagine Krampus was oh, probably yeah. a, a test, you know, test phase. Um, and then uh, since then, the Figure Obscura, they've been dialing in the number and I'd say this is around the number. And uh, that's probably what they want. They wanted to sell out over two or three days. Yep. Uh, but they don't want it to go obviously straight away. Um, well, I'm nobody pretty, wants that. I'm pretty sure they had more all-ins than they have previously as well because they lasted. Yeah, they last. That was strange. Team. They lasted a bit yeah. longer, and they had a cool exclusive pin. Uh, yes. So the two, if you're into, I, I've I've slipped into wanting pins now because of all the cool <laughs> pins we've got through this, through Figure of Pure and the Horsemen over the years. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to go back and get the ones I missed, but I'm definitely going to try and pick up the ones that I can get. Mm-hmm. And uh, now if I see them on a table at Legion's Con or something and, and they're not uh, going to break the bank, uh, I might uh, definitely go down that road. But uh, I won't be trying to pay a couple of hundred on a, on a one pin that I'm missing from my set, no matter how cool it is. No. But uh, I would but imagine I with that, these. You go. I was going to say, I'd imagine with these too. It's such, it's such a... Uh, a bright and like immediately grabs your attention figure that people like Travis and that who sell at shows are going to have bought loads of these because they yeah. you know people are just going to walk past and just buy it they're going to be like whoa yes. that that's incredible and I just need that and yeah, again that sure. will hopefully then drag them into um into mythics because they're not stupid the four horsemen they they know the stuff they're putting out will get more and more and more people into mythics and then cosmic yes and something like this yeah will be an instant. Instant it's an instant hit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for my little 
little research. Uh, I can see that the Monkey King is based on the journey to the West. Is the Forestman had a really nice article actually up in conjunction with the release, um, and that's uh, that's a rather big. It's one of the big four uh, classical novels from China, apparently. Uh, well, I'm not really aware of of that kind of stuff, but uh, pretty cool, uh, but quite a big thing. So I don't think I'll ever end up uh, reading the whole thing anyway. Uh, hundred chapters, Rich. Well, down for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I haven't read a book for about ten years, so that's definitely, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely too much for me. Yeah, I'm onto audiobooks these days, unfortunately, and you know maybe if I have to take a long flight to get books. But uh, yeah, two hundred or two thousand three hundred forty-six pages. Whoa, <laughs> four volumes. Yeah, so apparently there was an English translation of the book called Monkey by Arthur Whaley. Um. That's 350 pages and is very, I think it's the most popular English translation and seems to leave out many of the poems and stuff, which people criticize it for. But uh, I'd say that's probably was a good editorial choice on his behalf. Yeah. The less poems in the world, the better, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, just get get to the story, you know. Like, like the translation, poetry, I can imagine, is something that loses something in translation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like song, you know. Yeah. Similar, you know. But yeah, seems to be, the story seems to be about a Buddhist monk who's going to search for something. Was it these lost papers or something? And there's a pig, as Rich said, for his little crew, Pigsy. There's a sand ogre called Sandy. And the dragon prince, a white horse dragon, apparently. So I think that would yeah, that cool crew. They could go. They could go down further on on the. They could. And the crew they, here in Figura Obscura, couldn't they? They could. And the, line. and the sand ogre thing is interesting because in the in the monkey magic, Sandy was like more like a sea demon. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, so. it was a, it was he was like a sea demon, so he wore like fish scale necklace and all this sort of stuff. So he wasn't a sand ogre, so that's um yeah. There you go, that'll make my homage group stand out a bit more then, because it's my uh, Sandy character is very fishy. <laughs> Okay, cool. Looking forward to seeing that. And yeah, apparently there's a new... Now, this is where maybe the horsemen really aren't barking up the wrong tree. There's a new animated version coming to Netflix in 2023. Ah, okay. August the 18th. Netflix did do a live-action one as well a couple of years ago. How did they? Um, okay. Which was which was okay. I mean, it was it was very, very oh, cheesy. Malice, malice, yeah. It reminded... I, I couldn't get past the first episode. It reminded me of, like, Xena and Hercules and all those. And yeah. it was shot in New Zealand as well, you could tell. So it had that vibe about yeah, it. It was definitely in that vein. So this one seems to be an animated movie, and it's billed as an action-packed family comedy. I don't know how that goes down with... I think well, I mean, it might be more in line with monkey magic then. Um, and he's got his magical stick. That seems to be the big uh, thing that he has. Well, I watched him. Um, a massive ego, apparently, according to the blurb here for, for the Netflix as, show. As I said to you, I watched um, the uh, Donnie Yen Chow Yun Fat uh, 2000. Oh. Three sixteen, because that was the second one um, version that was like uh, you know big big uh, epic with okay CGI and all that and that was aimed at the family for sure. So, um, but was it? Is there an elements of comedy in that then as well? Or yeah, is it, yeah, it's very yeah. very highly comedic. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I mean, he's he's kind of 
portrayed as quite a cheeky character and you know just cheeky chappy yeah 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 Okay, I suppose cheeky monkey. I mean, that's what I often yeah. call my uh, my kids when they're being cheeky monkeys. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it's definitely usually it's when they're being good in a good uh, way. But I mean, know, I mean, the chance in their arm yeah. asking yeah. for an extra pot, so much like petula doesn't really work anyway because they're like what <laughs> <laughs> petula. I meant, I meant more than. And then I have to translate it into two other languages if I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, no, simple words, please. And I saw, uh, I remember watching uh, well multiple different shows that Cornboy has been on over the years. Uh, but I watched Curtis and Jesse's interview with Cornboy recently enough, and his first toy was this wooden monkey, wooden oh. clothed monkey. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's nightmare it's, fuel. Oh. But it makes me think that he's definitely got a, a you know, he's he's a, got an affiliation to monkeys and maybe yeah. likes them. No, that toy and, uh, is awful. And I know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like the stuff that Sid did in Toy Story, but ten times worse. Yeah, and it has this wire uh, thing holding the head to the clothes, apparently, <laughs> like, literally. And he had it as a baby, like so. You know, it's literally, it's literally a hand print away from like cutting his fingers off, possibly. Oh, the happy days before health and safety, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Highly flammable objects. <laughs> you can. Yeah, exactly. Keeps them warm. Yeah, I've chatted to my daughter a couple of times about um, of primary schools in the UK now are, are surrounded by these big fences, you know, high 10-foot fences that the kids can't oh, really? go sort of thing. And, um, and I'm like, hey, when I was in primary school, we were, the primary school was next to the main road through the village, uh, and a fairly busy road. It was a biggish village. I said, and you had a, a, a fence that you just hop over. So if you kick the ball over, you just jumped over, ran into the road, picked the ball up. You know, whereas now it's like, <laughs> and if you try to do that nowadays, the people are like, no, 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 no. So they just got this like prison wall around schools nowadays. Yeah, I used to walk through a busy little town to my primary school when I was, I suppose, eight, nine, ten. Hmm. No, I knew everybody, but don't know if it flies these days. No, no. But then the figure itself, what do we think of that? It's, I, I mean, spoiler alert, I really like it. I don't know about you boys. Oh, Rich, you could go first. <laughs> I, I absolutely adore it. <laughs> um, when I, I clicked, I was sat in the, the car in, a, in Asda car park at the weekend. <laughs> my, I set a phone on my alarm to remind me about the sale. And I opened it up and just saw the armour and just bought two. I hadn't even picked, necessarily clocked that it was monkey stuff. <laughs> oh, really? And then when I went, went back, then when I looked at it properly, I mean, you know, my love of monkey magic and all that sort of stuff. It was just like, oh, this is perfect. It's anthropomorphic. It's got Eastern armor, and I've been dying for Eastern armor for so, so long in the line. Um, it's, you know, the, the, the multicolored faces are just incredible. You give it that extra element. Um, and then it just means there's going to be more Eastern style stuff coming because they're not going to make those parts and not use them again. So that has me very excited to future waves. Yeah. And- I just think I just think I love the new armor, and this shows the the chest plate thing at its very best. Oh, it really does. Yeah, yeah. This is where the genius of the chest plate comes in because you have to tool so much less, and not knowing anything about toy manufacturing, I just imagine that that much less plastic in a tool is going to cost less, or you can do that type of a thing in a tool maybe with other pieces that you maybe couldn't on the traditional torso something yeah. like this but it's definitely a, a money saver for them and it allows them to do this 
in a very good way and without any negative effect for us as far as i can see yeah absolutely and you've got to imagine it's going to save the money in the painting side of things as well yeah you know if you don't have to paint the sides and the back of a torso great yeah well and then they sort of introduced although from what joe vasapolo was saying on legion's lounge the other night it's actually something they were doing back with um gothtropolis is the the face and it's that similar kind of plug you know it looks like it's a similar little open square and plug the square into the into the head socket and that is brilliant as well i mean they started yeah, using that again save so much uh tooling mm-hmm. you can have the four extra heads without actually having for fully yeah absolutely because when i first saw that i was like four heads jesus that's a lot and then when you clicked in the pictures like oh face plates yeah that makes more sense but they were really you still got two heads uh one with the kind of crown and one with the more the thing on the back of the head that the feathers stick out of yeah Yeah. but Yeah. yeah just to run quickly through the new tooling as far as i can see so the pauldrons definitely the torso plate the skirt piece all the skirt pieces i think uh, which is the kind of two, the main one and the one down the middle, uh, the little kind of uh, front piece, and uh, the shins, so the lower legs basically. Um, the hands and feet, they're new. The heads are obviously new, um, and it's got a new pair of kind of slippered feet as well. Yeah, the slippered feet are for running across the cloud, aren't they? Which is which yeah. is a traditional thing and an awesome idea. I'm not a hundred percent convinced how they look. But I could see them them using them for other stuff, like smaller gins and that sort of stuff. Yeah, do you think there's a slight compromise in the design maybe for future usability? Possibly. I'm not saying the design's wrong even. It yeah. just I think it looks a little bit weird on a monkey, despite it being part of the story. I was going to say, but they do also, if you see, like, again, in this um, in the film I watched the other night, the minute he puts his shoes on, they're tiny little human-esque shoes um so yeah i know what you're saying i agree with you in that sense he's got these big monkey feet and he squeezes them into the little but i guess it's that kind of the idea of the magic and all that as well mm. isn't it again with it yeah but again it I just mean, set, it's just more parts they can use in the future yeah, they yeah. must they must be going to have some sort of human-esque eastern characters coming in looking at all this armor and that and then those feet will work perfectly for them yeah definitely yeah, and then they have the the beads, so the kind of necklaces. It's one piece, but it's got three necklaces on it: yellow, kind of purple, and green. Uh, got the phoenix feathers, as Mal mentioned. His uh, famous stick. So this seems to be important to the story. Gives him all his powers. His staff, John, not his stick. Oh, it said <laughs> stick in the story. So actually, guys, it's his cudgel. Uh... Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something to do with it. Yeah, it can grow to unlimited size, and he was like, it's a bit uh, uh, King Arthur-ish in that he was what it was buried in the sea, and he was uh, no one could lift it out, and then he comes along and does it easily, and then can control it with you know without a problem, can make it like tiny little to hide it behind his ear or in his mouth or whatever whilst he's not using it, and then. Very good. And then uh, his peaches of immortality, which are dangled in the box. <laughs> dangling peaches of immortality. <laughs> in a particular way that I, I just encourage our listeners to go and look at the Four Horsemen uh, 
website and have a look at the inbox pictures of the peach. And tell me yeah, what you I, think. I hadn't picked that up until you mentioned it, John. I <laughs> about the next and it might be just my <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not just mind. you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really, rather interesting shape and color. Yeah, it's, it's peach, but I suppose peach, you know, has <laughs> that that emoji is used in general for for various things. Uh, if you get a text message or, or a message online, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the uh, it's like the joke about Elmo, isn't it? It was that uh, he turned up in the shop and he he was unfit for sale, and it turned out in the factory they the instruction said two testicles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he has uh, he has. Uh, kind of little scrolls which is the teaser we were given and this yellow it looks like a seal maybe a thing to seal the scrolls is that it that what that is yeah the fuss that was made over those scrolls in the teaser oh, oh yeah. my god i mean it's I a lot of fun to throttle people at that point it's, it was like it's a lot of fun <laughs> to give people the opportunity to do that but yes yeah, it's just a very but basic also image. The arguments that ensue, yeah. Yeah. Stop trying to, you know, blow it up and zoom in and go, oh, you know, oh, well, it looked like Norse in the picture. So that's a disgrace that they did the Monkey King. You're like, oh my God, it was just random stuff they put on it. Come down. And then people zooming in to, you know, and then they come back and say, oh, it says Figura Obscura. And I'm like, yeah, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> but well done for finding that bit. Um, yeah, but it's all part of the fun, and I, I think this is what they're trying to do. And uh, I guess you can you can choose whether or not to engage in those debates, throttling people or not, yeah. <laughs> Rich, as as you. So, how many of these did you guys order then? <laughs> oh, now we get down to brass tacks. Uh, so ordered an all in, and then two extra. Um, definitely use one for custom maybe not you know customizing the monkey king itself but maybe uh using the different parts for custom and then i'll see about the second one but i brought an all-in first uh when it went up and then later i bought the two singles so i did i just bought two then because if you're paying for shipping again might as well yeah, split absolutely. it across two it's the same price and then if i don't want to keep it I'll, I'll get my money back and probably cover my shipping. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, no problem selling stuff like this. Absolutely, cover the shipping. Yeah, so that was my logic. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, I think if there wasn't All Star Six and and these other things coming up that we might talk yeah. about, uh, there might have been scope for more. Or, but I also think, like we said, that this, you know, the, some of the parts will be reused again. So it's not going to be a one shot to get some of this stuff. No. as a customizer angle shall we say and you uh, mal yeah for me i got an all-in and a single in the first sale and then i had to go back and get another couple in the second uh, <laughs> and i, I probably would have gone back and gotten more if i had the money but yeah it's uh like you i'm thinking of all stars next month and uh hopefully defenders of eden uh yeah yeah he comes along as well so Definitely. Let's have a chat about Defenders of Eden later. Um, and you, Rich? Yeah. 47? So I... No. <laughs> 46? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so I dived in and got two st straight away. Um, 
And then uh, another UK collector messaged me and went, oh, do you want to get one each and split the postage? And I was like, I've already bought some. Um, so then I, in the evening drop, I went in and got another one for me and one for him. Um, and then the next day when there was some left, I went and got two more. I'm embarrassed to say. Whether I'll keep those extra two or not or sell them, I don't know. Um, but again, I figured worst case scenario, I could just sell them. Very so, good. But yeah, I, I've already seen two heads that other people have done, which I want to use on two of them. So I have a little a little monkey clan. Yeah, stop, Anthony Velez, stop posting your cool heads. Yes, yeah, Anthony's done an amazing one. And there's also uh, like a gorilla samurai type one from Reynolds Cruise, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw that one um, as well, yeah. yeah. Which looks really good as well, so yeah, that's probably yeah, I need to get myself more up to speed on these other uh, guys that are selling heads that, that are not particularly part of a shop. I mean, maybe they sell them through Legion's shop or... or... Uh, the different places but there's some really good people out there jeremy wilson does the occasional one um he did the bill the butcher one um which i know is for sale on legion shop for a while he's done a couple of other amazing ones uh reynolds cruise has done two or three really outstanding ones now um so yeah there's some some really you know and it's only like one head at a time or a head and a weapon or whatever sort of thing but some really yeah. good stuff out there yeah, excellent, and hope to see them guys at Legion's Con. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember this guy at Legion's Con, Paul's Customs. I hardly ever see him in the group, but he had some amazing stuff at Legion's Con. He's disappeared off the radar a bit, Paul. He had a, he had some um, some personal issues. Um, ah, okay. Which he talked about online and sort of said, you know, I've, I'm not doing much because of that. Um, but then it's pretty much vanished now, So, which is a real shame because he had some really cool pieces. Yeah, and he was, they were quite well priced, at least at Legion's yeah. Con. He was on them. Re- so let's see, maybe we see him at Legion's Con again. Um, very good. And so, any any particular customs planned for these, Rich? Or just those two monkey heads, I think, for now. Um, yeah. I've also got a couple of heads from Planetary Dog Toys in the past. They did three Chinese soldier heads, um, two different males and a female head. Um, so I was debating using two of those, but I think I'll hold on uh, for the the inevitable retailer exclusive version of Monkey King, and then it, the humans will be in different color armor to the the apes and the monkeys, so that will give a rival there sort of thing. And what about the monkey hands and feet and stuff? Would you could you put them on some costumes? Yeah. You have or? Um, yes, I've got a couple. So I've got um, uh, what they called an orangutan. Um, yeah. Where I've got the the chest and the head, uh, I've actually got some feet, but I could use the hands. Um, I've got a very angry looking chimp. Um, so yeah, there's other stuff I can use that for. And somebody on the cabal, I think it was, used the hands on a Krotos. Um, oh yeah, which worked brilliantly. So I would definitely be using one set of hands on a Krotos because. Yeah, well, it must have been either Jeremy or Dorkler. Possibly, uh, it was, yeah. It was. Yeah, is it Bill? Bill, Bill yeah. yeah. Clear, but that was yeah. just a great idea. So I'll definitely be using set hands for for Krotos. Very good. And shout out to Bill Dorkler for his superb review. Oh, on, yes. Uh, oh, that was, bigger. That was so good. Review the uh, I, I love what he started doing with them of the uh, first reaction to get in the box and opening the box and yeah that's wonderful. Yeah, that little that little couple of minute segment at the yeah, start yeah, yeah. where it really was uh, him in the same boat as us before yes. the drop. Yes. Uh, that's really yeah. well done. 
And I actually reached out to Bill because I wanted to get the, the text on the back of the box and maybe read it on the show. And I've got it now. He sent me a nice uh, picture because I on a screen grabbed it off his YouTube. I couldn't quite get the the all the text. So I might try and read that out uh, and, and slot it into the show here at some stage before we launch it. So uh, let's see if I do that. I do. If you don't hear it, you know, I was lazy. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> some some of the um, I, I, I love the fact that not only was it a really, really good review and really in-depth yeah. review, but it, he also came up with the, the pop and swap ideas straight away. Yeah. And really cool ones that I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, thanks and thanks to Bill for that. Uh, obviously, uh, the, the the review and the screenshot that he yeah. sent me or the picture that he sent me. Yeah, again, that's the four horsemen. They, they're not soft. They know that you know Bill's a good reviewer, but also he's a pop and swapper. Yeah, he's oh, he's very in tune. He's very in tune with the line and the various aspects. And I'm delighted that he's getting the, some of these early now as well. Between him and uh, Troy Bro, I think they're the two reviewers that really get legions yes. so i'm happy when either wow. of them has reviews of the figures yeah i really like the uh i know i'm very very tempted to do it myself is the uh, red cloth parts for monkey as well i think that looks amazing because uh i know someone asked him to do it but still you know he he's sort of thing he does anyway um and the minute i saw it i was like Oh, I wonder what it'd look like with those red parts, because you know, the colours and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, and shout out to C. Jessam for the oh again, for the yeah. soft Amazing. goods on this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's maybe what we don't talk about on the on the newly tooled parts, shall we say? Or then, but uh, obviously, all the soft goods are new on this, and you could certainly pick up this figure uh, and use, you know, make your monkey guy, and then use the soft goods on another uh, figure what do we think about the the cloth tooled cloth arms in this figure it works yeah yeah very much so um yeah i yeah, i think they're just a very flexible piece aren't they yeah yeah that well as, as i think i've said before the, the 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 cloth parts legs and arms are my i think my favorite parts that they're doing at the moment because of how flexible they are and the opportunity, uh, the possibilities they open up, and yeah, they really do. Yeah, 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 can be used for cosmic or mythic, and can even add things to mythic that previously weren't possible. Which, of course, is the aim. But <laughs> even as customizers, you know, um, yeah, it's very cool, very cool, um, very good. And um, what do we think about? Uh... If there's going to be a retailer version of this figure, we think it's silver armor then? Silver would be the most obvious way to really make it different and really make it stand out, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I, from a Google, I've seen he was blue, maybe blue then on, on, instead of the red. Yeah, it looked like blue cloth goods. So, I guess I like you, I was having a Google at what sort of, how he's been represented and yeah, it's silver armor most it's mostly gold armor but there are blue armor uh, silver armor ones out there and then yeah it's sort of blues and crimsons but crimson maybe that would be they would use the red arms and legs maybe but for how i envisage those uh, planetary dog toys heads in my head then silver and blue would be perfect 
color scheme wise, absolutely perfect. I mean, it's yeah, it's the perfect, isn't it? The, yeah, it, that's yeah, I think it worked for everybody, wouldn't it? Yeah, have that those armor in gold and then in silver. What, what do you, color do you reckon the cloth goods would be in that situation? Blue, I'd say, would you think? Blue, maybe green, I don't know. Green, I mean, green would work. For sure, but whether it work, I, I know nothing really apart from what I've read about the mythology of this. So I'm not sure if the colors have any. No, they might even stick with red, to be honest. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're going blue cloth parts on the actual limbs uh, and silver armor, that's probably enough of a change that you can then stick with the red. Hmm. Gotcha. Soft goods, if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, Mal, stop teasing me. Purple would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite color. That would just be perfect. 42 vampires get uh, cloth goods. So, actually, what we want is uh, green armor, jade green armor, and purple soft goods, if you're listening for Horseman. (laughs) Regardless of how accurate that is to the storyline, that's (laughs) what we want. Just lash that out. That'll do. And then. Do you think they'll change the the fur color for the monkey at all? Maybe make it a bit lighter, something like that. I mean, oh, yeah. darker. I don't know. The other one you you often see him depicted as being blonde. Um, ah, yeah. It's like a lot of representations of him are blonde. So maybe maybe they'd make him blonde. But you feel like blonde would have gone better with the color combination they've done, and darker if you're going to give silver and blue art, silver armor and blue parts. So, but. I'll take whatever they give us if they give it to us. Um, I think they will, though. It sounds like it's absolutely smashed their even their expectations of how it would sell. Um, so, what do we want to go on to? Oh yeah, Rich, we need to catch up with you from two weeks ago. Oh, what you finally voted for an All Star Six? Uh, I went with what I said I was going to go with. Oh, um, did you? One thing, so I went for Balam. Both Thor and Sir Galaron, uh, and Sir Ignatius as the the alumni one. Very good. Do you think that's where it's going to go? Or I think Sir Galaron will be a shoe in. I'd be genuinely amazed if he didn't make it. Yeah, me um, too. I'd like to think both Thor will be a shoe in, but dwarves are just generally not very popular. So I think he might miss out because of that. Um. I got a horrible feeling, feeling people might vote for Clavian, even though it's rubbish. Yeah, scallop. Jeremy Gerard said he thinks he's going to be the first. Now, this was before the vote. Obviously, it was, Jeremy yeah. Gerard knows the end result now. But Yeah. Um, I think I think Sir Ignatius will get in there. It's such an unusual armor color. I think he'll beat yeah. out uh, Pixus. You think you don't think Asterion has a chance? I don't think so. Unless a lot of customizers go for Asterion on the basis that you know, he can use him for human limbs and that sort of stuff. I think that's the only chance he's got. As brilliant a figure as he is, he's a fabulous figure. Um, but that's the only chance. I think people, a lot of people decide to use it, you know, get rid of the, the bull head and neck and use him as a human. Yeah. Um, I, as I said, the only one of those that I'd be really disappointed with is if it was um, the vampire. Um the Carpathia. Carpathia. Yeah, no, yeah, we're completely yeah. safe on that, Mal. There's no yeah, way he's going to yeah. get enough votes. No, I don't think so. Famous you'd be, <laughs> yeah, and you'd be surprised to find out Matt Mal changed his mind from what he told us. <laughs> yes, I went. Who did you the, go for? Um, I mean, I, I went with um, Thor as a uh, yeah, Thor and Galeron, but went with Azza. Azza, ah, okay. And then I did the old. When you say Thor? Do you mean both or? Uh, both are sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
and then did the old, uh, you know, <laughs> anyone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wave my finger over them and hope it lands somewhere with the. Uh... No, no, I won't Pixus because I just had to in the end. It's... I'll be quite happy if we get Pixus because I, I sold mine a few weeks ago. Um, so if I get a cheap replacement Pixus, I'll be quite happy with that. It's a good figure, a very nice armor color, and yeah, also you can, definitely... you, can whip, you can whip the bones off and make it human or any other sort of colored creature you want to underneath sort of thing. So. That's it, yeah. I'm I'm the same way with Ignatius. Okay, I've got him, but the armor's so nice. And as I've said... If they I've sort said, out the paint job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, improve the paint job a little bit, which I think they will. Um, it'll look really good. We said the last time that we thought that the these would be revealed on the live stream, but Jeremy seemed to suggest it's going to be the week leading up to the live stream that the winners would be announced. Right, okay. Yeah, then, I think I think from what they've said originally, that was the plan, and then the live stream would just hopefully be really cool the new skeleton. figures. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's cool. Yeah. Wolf skeleton, ogre skeleton. <laughs> Listen, <man. laughs> yeah, and the dwarf team actually the meant to mention for the monkey king those uh, the the shins, so the lower legs are shorter. They are yes, and they could be very useful dwarf parts. They could some fancy dwarfs. Ooh. Some fancy dwarfs. Is there such a thing? Yeah, there's a, there is, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I changed my mind to, at the moment, um, for the listeners' info, John's painting a vampire dwarf head for me. Or it's painted. A vampire dwarf head has been done an amazing job. And I changed my mind today about what what part of my vampire faction he's going to be in. Oh, what 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 was he in? What's he going to? He, he wasn't just the normal vampire faction, but I'm going to have a small group of... Um, uh, uh, Vorgus acolyte type characters. Oh, okay. So they're vampires that paint their armor red um, in worship almost the Vorgus sort of thing. So the dwarf is going to be one of those. Oh, excellent. So a bit like my Varg uh, Vorgus. Basically, yes. I forgot about that. Oh, so yeah. you weren't copying that good. No, I wasn't. I mean, it sounds like I was <laughs> now, but I wasn't. Not that I mind. Not that yeah. I mind. I also got bought myself. Um... Oh, actually, I'm jumping ahead to Walking Customs. I'll come back to that. That's fine. That's okay. And then uh, I heard a little birdie told me that somebody got their tactics figures. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. I, I, I was joking. My wife was like, Mal and John ordered more than me, the two of them. But uh, I can be like, nah, 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 nah. I got mine first. <laughs> it's probably the first time we ever ordered more than you. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm you not sure what's wrong been, with me. I you must have been really or broke. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, you broke, you broke just ordered do, right? a whole load of stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you ever seen that meme that goes around on the Cabal, where it's um, Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's the, uh, I think for the Wolf of Wall Street, and the the the, the wording is, um, you think I'm rich? I'm not. I'm just irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> that's me when it comes to Mythic Legion ordering. It's just like, yeah, that's fine. I'll sell some stuff for all. Yeah. Yeah. Pay off over time on the credit card. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So what did you receive then today? Uh, so it's the two pack. Um, Gorgonatilla and Gorgo yeah. two pack signed as well. I didn't know I'd ordered a signed one. But did you one. order from the original? Uh... Honestly, it was so long ago I can't remember. But did you what, order? Uh, <laughs> no, but when you ordered uh, your orcs and stuff, did you order that from the very original? Uh, you know, I didn't. No, I only ordered an orc and the cloth map originally, and then the two yeah. pack was later. But if you yeah, but you, but if you ordered from that original one, you automatically got. Assigned one. Ah, okay. No, I didn't. No matter so what, they might, you have made a, they might have made a mistake sending me a signed one then. 
No, but what I mean is if you ordered any figure from that original. Ah, got you. Oh, okay. So, right. So, okay. And I, my guess is that uh, the first, some people came back at the start. I remember saying, oh, well, I, I was a Forge founder and I just received my Gogo Attila and it wasn't signed and I just expected it to be signed because there was a tier on the second Kickstarter that you spent an extra 10 or 20, I can't remember right. which it was, yeah, it was yeah. 10 or 20, I can't remember, to get a signed one. Um, and then at the very end, they came in and said, no, if you're original Forge founder, you'll get a signed one anyway. So uh, okay. great, that's that's great. That explains that then, yeah. And then I think what they've done now is they've just signed every one of them. <laughs> that's my guess, or it's as safer. many as. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for maybe the, the cost of signing them uh, might have been just better. Yeah. Uh, and I also got uh, one male uh, orc. Yeah, as that's, well, uh, and that's one with the extra helmet because it's that's my most anticipated. Even though I have orcs, but just to see the box. Yeah. Thinking the only reason I could think I didn't order more was because I wasn't really a huge orc fan at that point. Gotcha. Well, since then, I bought loads of them in the reinforcements wave and that sort of stuff. So I think I think it was only the fact I wasn't really into orcs or goblins at that point, um, which is why I just went, oh, I'll support them. I'll just buy one. One on the cloth map, and that's that's sorry for horsemen, but that cloth map is, is rubbish. Yeah, um, yeah it, uh, from it, what I've seen, it looks disappointing. Yeah, it's like seventeen dollars for something that's so thin that you just you just see straight through it. It's like a handkerchief it's, or something, is it? It's really poor, really poor. I mean, I'm hoping I'm going to frame it up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the dark plan. background or something that that will deal with that. Um, because in our house we've got a a big, huge map of the world on one wall as you walk in. Uh, a map of Middle-earth on the opposite wall. Cool. Um, then a map of Westeros and Game of Thrones a bit further down the corridor. And then I'm, and then I'm going to put this up as well sort of thing. So hopefully once it's framed up, it will look better. But straight out of the packet, it's it looks terrible. I mean, the print, the, middle, the printing and the colours and everything are lovely. But it's just the material. It's just paper thin. It's just, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same as you with that and frame it up and stick it on the wall. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I got the coins as well. I'm looking forward to them. They look pretty cool from yeah. what I've seen of them. A bit disappointed I'm, I didn't I'm, get them. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm now disappointed. There's nothing I can do about it, obviously. But that they only unlocked five factions just <laughs> seems <laughs> incomplete. Like it's there's nothing you can do. You can't get any more than the five factions, so you can't complete your coin collection. So. Uh, if this is a one and done thing, or if they're never going to revisit that, then it, it will always be an incomplete they'll, set. They'll do them as exclusives at Legion's Con, John, just to you piss think? off everyone that can't go to <laughs> Legion's Con. Cause oh, bring it on. Then. Bring it on. Yeah, there'd be some poor guy that's two hours drive down the road crying because he doesn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be flying over the Atlantic <laughs> going, I'm going, I'm going to get my coin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, if you want it, you want it. If you yeah. don't want it, yeah. But no, the map crap figures awesome. So very good. Yeah, delay crap. Oh yeah, There's, I can't use the sort of words on this podcast because we're not that rude to display uh, to talk about the no. delay. But there we go. Yeah, so mine is in, sitting in the FedEx office in Luxembourg for two days. They decided to be jobs worth and just let it sit there. Um, I did ask if they could deliver it earlier, and they said, oh, it's in customs currently. And from what I've heard from the European group, <laughs> the customs forms, 
um because it's more than just toys in most of the package and uh i think definitely countries uh like germany for example wants all the codes written on the form i reckon here in luxembourg they'll be fine just classing it all as the one thing uh so let's see but uh, mine is due to arrive on monday now we're recording this on wednesday um, so let's see and tomorrow's a public holiday so that's why i understand it must be monday otherwise well, maybe I'll get them Friday, but I thought I was going to get them today after they arrived in the place on Monday, but they didn't. So what can you do? It's going to wait a bit longer. Hopefully the customs uh, thing is not going to cause a fuss because I've heard no, some people crossed. that have had problems. Well, mine left Stansted yesterday evening. I'm probably on the same shipment as Rich's and have been <laughs> in transit all day today. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, originally they said to me that mine would be here tomorrow. Um, and then I had an email first thing this morning saying it's out for delivery. It's like, oh, great. Here we go. Yeah, it's probably just sat in the local sorting office, isn't it, waiting to be scanned in or something. But yeah. I'll get it when I get it. What's another few days? <laughs> and are you going to open those up, Rich, or what are you doing with them for the moment? I am, yeah. I've been, I've been really busy, actually. Um, I didn't have a pizza to hand to do the pizza and opening figures thing. Oh, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I did have a pizza I... for lunch today, but I had no oh, figures. There you go. Um, so yes, I will be opening them up. Um, I'm not an inbox collector for anything, even with the signatures and that sort of stuff. It, yeah. So yes, they'll be being opened uh, and played with on my lunch break tomorrow. Very good. I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing what you think of uh, the two pack, especially. Yeah, I'm really intrigued which head I'm going to like best on Attila. My my thinking at the moment is that the um, helmetless head. Well, I'll use it on a different figure. Um, but once it, I'll try the different combinations and see what I think tomorrow. Yeah, I saw, I think it was Joe Russo point, point, posted in the cabal a load of different figures with that head on it, and they all were cool. <laughs> Wait, it's one of those type of heads, isn't it? It's another one, just stick it on a cosmic figure as well, isn't it? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. would work, yeah. That would work yeah. for a space marine, actually, because it's yeah. Yeah. like the little scar, and they're like... Yeah, and the, square, the yeah. squarest of square, square jaws. That's it. Actually, somebody posted on the Cabal uh, today um, that they were they got their two pack great and they're happy enough, and then they're they're looking you know they're putting Attila together with all the armor and stuff, and then they go, yeah, and and kind of from reading his bio as well, but I th I think he's he could possibly be a bit pompous. <laughs> I know, and I, uh, I saw that, and I just had to agree, you know. Yeah. yeah. I saw that and I was going to comment. I was like, yeah, I, I, have you not heard me say it? I think he's a dick. Look what he's done. He used to have sensible coloured armour. Now he's going all bright, shiny and gold. <laughs> it's just like, it's all about me, guys. Look at me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Very good. So that's the tactics, figures. And then just breaking news for us guys is that yep. the horsemen have announced a, an in-stock sale for this Saturday, yeah, 20th as of May. Recording. As we're yeah. recording. Yeah, as us poor Euros are having to record on Wednesday to get this out to you by Friday. This is how the sausage is made. But um, yeah, so there's an in-stock sale um, for... It seems a good mixture of figures between Elithia, All-Stars 4... The trolls and um, 
Yeah, I think that's pretty think much that's it. it yeah. So yeah. if I if I quickly go through it, Baron Voligar two, Forest Troll, Bardric, Darina, Artemis, Silvercore two, Phobus, Owain, the Stone Troll, Tibius, Varg, Decebalus, Alder, um the Centaur guy for the Aphareus. Um my favourite Bryophytus. <laughs> Equidron the 20th anniversary one. It's a very cool one if you haven't got that's, it. That's, um, mm. yeah, that's a, that's a goodie. Yeah, I don't know. That's that. a rare one. And that's a rare one. Still has the old hips though, unfortunately. Um, Valak, uh, Mephitor, meh, Mephitor, <laughs> Krotos, <laughs> uh, the hands and feet pack for the, for the black, uh, leather shoes, it looks like, uh, Lithia, Ice Troll, Lord Dragul, that's a good one. Get that with your Xenathon, your Stratos dude, to make a oh yes, to make a, a original figure, uh, Dragul, and the white wings that you can paint any color you like. Just get contrast paints and white wings, and that's good your show. weekend sorted. Good show. That is a good show. The contrast paints actually, yeah. Mm, there's a lot of fun to be had with that. Um, yeah, okay, that's cool. I mean, what do we think of that? It's uh, I I think we didn't expect an in stock sale. No, we definitely didn't expect two in stock sales in between the All Stars boat and the uh, All Stars wave launching. Uh, no, I'm not sure they expected it. Expected an in stock sale to be possibly. honest, it just come out of the blue a little bit. Possibly, yeah, yeah. What do we think? Maybe uh, because the figure obscura figure sale was always planned for this month, but they hoped to have the figure at hand. And now yeah. they have a gap in their shipping, and they decided uh, it's possible to make some space in their warehouse. It's possible. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. Give people yeah. a bit of something to tide them over. So, anything tempt you there, guys? I mean, this is tough now before All Star Six pre-order. Um, maybe you wait till retailer for All Star Six, maybe. Yeah, maybe another Valak, but I think um. I think with whatever else is coming along, I'm all right for the time being. Mm. And you, Rich? Vampires uh, there? For me, yeah, a couple of ARGs. Um, I've only got two and always regretted only getting two, so a couple of ARGs, definitely. Um, I need another two or three Valax for the customs I've got planned. Um, about, I need about another five Bardricks, so whether I'll get five yeah. is another matter entirely because it's been an expensive month already. Um, but I might get two or three of him, and I'm vaguely tempted by Decebalus too. Um, now that I've got the Walking Customs large bitey McBitey head oh, yeah. on the way, then I need a body. So, um, yeah, I might get another Decebalus as well. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, for me, Valax would be for Customs because the, the, uh, the black arms and legs, just so many uses, haven't they? So. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, between Valak and Bardrick, that's all the parts you want. I yeah, mean. definitely. It's excellent part selection there between those two. And then you got your Vargs, Emil Wickman, with your little uh, wraps for arms. If you want to get more oh, of those wraps for your yeah, for your, for your uh, G.I. Joe customs. I've got a question for you, actually, John, which may impact on my buying experience. Yes. How e I know you've painted one, which is why I'm asking. How easy is it to paint a Bryophytus? Very easy. Uh, just okay. time consuming. Okay, that's, well, that's fine. I might get another Briar Fighters then. I have um yeah. a little a little uh, homage group that uh 
that I've yeah. had the Harbour with Rangan Doom or not, but I think I am. And I think if I could paint a Bryophytus sort of creamy brown colour, then that yeah. would work. I, I primed them first because it really makes the flock just uh, stick then. Okay, right. And then it's really easy. Then it's just like painting a textured surface. Um, Grand. So, In that case, I'll probably go for Bryophytus as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And if you're having any trouble painting it, just send it over to me. <laughs> Grand. You heard on here, everyone, if he refuses, <laughs> if I butchered the figure. Yeah, I customised a few of them, and then I realised I didn't have a bright fighter on my shelf. <laughs> and thankfully, I had one. I was going to say, he's one of my favourites. Uh, sorry, Curtis. Um, and uh, I wouldn't have had one on the shelf because I customised them all. It's always a relief when you find it, isn't it? Like, yeah. I randomly found... Um, Oh, 12 months at least ago now. Um, a uh, Balius that I didn't know I had. So I had two out on Excellent. display and I thought I'd sold all the other ones I had and then was in the loft looking for something and found a brand new inbox Balius. So it was just like, okay, I need to keep a better record of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like finding a couple of hundred quid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I sold it for like 120, 130, of I think. So it's like, did. boom, yes. there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, Balius, off you go to eBay. Yeah. Oh, he didn't last long. Yeah, it was just like, you know, <laughs> go and brighten somebody else's life rather than sitting in a box in my loft. Yeah, oh, that's good. At least I, I was pretty chill with Brave Fighters, though, because he was still available in the retailers uh, for retail price. So mm. I kind of knew if I was really stuck. It wasn't like a situation with maybe a, one of those older figures that you customized and thought you had two of. That would have been tough. Yeah, I know Jer Jeremy on one of his recent programs. Um, I can't remember who's talking to, whether it was Curtis maybe on the latest one or somebody else, and he was talking about how he'd um, he'd reassembled an Otho, having uh, stripped it apart for various oh, figures, yeah, but yeah. luckily not painted anything. So he was able to just take these customs apart and put an Otho back together again. Yeah, and, like, he kind of pop and swapped them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that must be a relief. That, um, that is a figure you would destroy uh, your customs to get back, isn't it? Let's face it. It'd be like, oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, because all the other parts are you, literally as long as the head is okay, you could salvage it. Yeah. I mean, that's that, you know, that's other than the, I think maybe, is it Savalgard, the Kickstarter exclusive? Yeah. Otho's got to be the rarest figure out there, other than that. And they're not going to make him again. Because you know they said they're going to do two point zero at some point, but the original is never going to come back in an all star way or anything. So yeah, well, that's always going to keep its price. They haven't explicitly said they're going to do a two point zero, but it feels an awful lot like they're going to do one. <laughs> They've done all but explicitly yeah. say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's been so many hints. Yeah, that he wasn't in this uh, uh, alumni part of the All Star Six. Adds to it a bit as well, doesn't it? And they really kind of talked about there were ones that really won't get a 2.0 version of or you know a second version of so i think we can be safe it's just a matter of when and i think the longer it goes on the tougher it gets yeah i've still got a sneaky suspicion that we'll get a otho urzok two-pack for the second day of legion's con wouldn't be against it I think it's two really important figures that they've not released again. Both would make good 2.0 versions. So, Do you think they'd do that for Legion's Con, though? 
That's the question. Because it's it's a biggie to then go, oh, well, some people will have it sooner because they came to Legion's Con. That is a good point, Mal. Unless, well, I guess they could do like they normally do and just chuck a couple of extra little things in and then do a regular release later. I mean, that'll be what they do. Oh, Otho with the translucent head, Mal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old, <go>. done. <laughs> uh, I might like a gimmick, but it's got to work. <laughs> <laughs> he stood behind a really bright light looking as if he's glowing. So there you go. That's why he's translucent. That's it. He's become, uh, yeah. I still think the day two Legion's Con figures are going to be some sort of tribute pack based on some fans or people in the community. I think that's the, I think they're going to continue on that model. So you're saying we're getting tributes then, John? This is the, <laughs> we just need to hammer at this, another three yeah. years of this, Rich, and we'll be flying across <laughs> the Atlantic to get our tribute figures. You know, so how many, how many podcasts will be up to episode 100 by then? <laughs> and be, it'll be Legion's Con London. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice wouldn't it oh that'd be so good don't even need the tribute figure then <laughs> that's it just bring legions con to us that'll do <laughs> okay and then uh, we've got some third party shops that are doing their thing this month a lot of very nice parts about eh? so we, we gave Seba his, uh, his big up last week so his shop is open Um, that abyssal over seer was the actual goblin that we were talking about so that was maybe my confusion when talking to seba offline but uh very cool nonetheless and those drilly things go on the arms at mal we're sold yeah yeah i wouldn't have thought in my head i wouldn't have thought flippers would work in myth legions but once I saw it on a stand raised up, it's just like, yeah, flippers work fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can make that work. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, and I can play with it in the bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're all good. Uh, Anthony at the Toy Forge with his dwarf torso plates um, and this dwarf head sculpt and the boots. Mm. Um, he said they're coming soon. Don't forget the chicken drum, the chicken drumstick. Yes, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> this just makes me hungry. I might have to just buy that. <laughs> you need um, what planty dog toys got? They got a big ham hock, haven't they? Yes, yes. Oh um, yeah, and the bread as well. They have yeah. Them. But I really like the fact with um the toy forge stuff. Obviously, they did the the big belly chest plates, which John you talked about something that would be cool to have and that sort of stuff. But then the dwarf head they released as well is quite a podgy one. Yes, it looks like it's he's like there's a fat dwarf head to yeah. go with your fat dwarf chest plate. It looks plate. like it matches. Yeah, it matches. Yeah. And then the chicken drumstick, obviously. And then the chicken, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to just inject a little bit of uh, chicken, roast chicken smell into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in my head, I got an image of him him um, walking along with a, a, something pulling a cart behind him, and then inside, like one of these wooden like jailer's carts that you see in films and that sort of thing with two or three of Ethron's dozen in the back. And he's just like, yeah, there's the next lot of chicken. Here we go. That's the only good use for those figures. Anyway, that's, that's all I can tell you, because they don't stand up, so you must have cooked them. Oh, no, they really don't stand up without stand That would be really funny. <laughs> if anyone's listening who can do that, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. We will feature it on our page, yeah. for sure. 100%. Um, and Wolfkin Customs uh, dropped a, a good few new parts last night. 
uh, and Rich did the order on behalf of us all. Yes. So just so you know, Len, Rich, Rich's order is uh, on behalf of us all. And any freebies you drop in, I'll take them. That's fine. <laughs> Rich doesn't need them. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Len. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I think we were all suckered in by that really cool um, skull yes. cat head. Yeah, yeah, the Zombie like... 13 cat cat mask. Yeah, we all got yeah. one of them. Because you two both said you wanted one, and I, once I went went to click in and order yours, I was like, "Oh, actually, that is really good." Yeah, okay, for eight books, well. eight books more. Come on, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what did what was what was your main part of of the order then? On top of that, uh, I went ogre heads. So I got the bitey McBitey face one. Um, I got the one with no name, with a like one eye, quite big, one closed up a little bit, uh, top knot. Um. And then there was another ogre that had tusks coming out of his chin and his cheeks. And those last two are for a uh, a Warhammer-inspired group that I'm putting together. Oh, nice. Looking forward um, to them. Yeah, and I need to get... A, I've already contacted Prop Masters to get a couple of things commissioned as well to help Ooh, out God. that group. Um, so, yeah. So, um, and they also There's had no a, sign of abating, Mrs. Uh, Jones. <laughs> There really isn't. No, I, I, I'm going to have to just... I know, start, you can't sell blood in this country, can you? I'll have to start selling something else. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I also got... They had um, a brilliant... Oh, my eyes are brilliant. Um, elf head. Completely bald elf head with an eye patch. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Which I'm going to use for my version of the... Not Shadow Elves. I love the Shadow Elves, but I want to do a little group of uh, Dark Elves, Warhammer-inspired Dark Elves. So that head will be for one of those. Presuming it doesn't look ridiculous on the 2.0 body. I'm sure it won't. Yeah, I, I had to get a few things then as you were doing the order and you said you would uh, we could combine. So I got the Nate Strong's blunderbuss because I had to get, as it was named after Nate Strong, and it's a cool weapon, so I'm not sure cosmic or mythic for that, Mal. Cosmic, maybe? I th- no, like either 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 dwarves, or yeah. look great with guns because uh, yeah, steampunk element. So that's true, steampunk. Um, sword of the elder gods that just looked cool, and maybe he's going to go with uh, Seba's uh, aquatic dude from this month. Yeah, that does look awesome. That sword, I was very tempted by that. The corrupted Brigitina exalted one. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a female head in ages, and that one looks cool. Oh, yeah. She's got the horns. And I picked yeah. that up again, yeah. using her for cosmic. So. Yeah. So I'm not sure what yeah. skin tone I'll go with her, whether I'll go human or whether I'll go... I, mean, I didn't blue, get her. Blue but... looks like it might be a winner with that one. Let's see. That could work well, actually. Yeah. I didn't get her, but I do plan on getting her at some point in the future. Even visit Legion's con, I've got... I want to get her and um, the... The tribute set that's to Eugene. Oh, I saw that one. That was Eugene cool as well. Yeah, yeah, Eugene, yeah. He's a he's a painter on the customizer, and he does so much painting. He makes me feel very lazy. He does, and stuff's really good as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Standard yeah, is excellent. Really, really yeah. clever stuff. Yeah. So I want to use her and that set as a, a twosome of figures that I want to do, but there's no rush for those. So. Yeah, and as you said, we all got the cat helmet, and I got a. 1.0, so a normal figure, six inch size, a bitey McCurty, because that's going to be fun. To it's just such it's a, a good head. Sculpt, isn't it? 
Yeah. Is that a, is that an Emil skull? Yeah, that's an Emil skull. Yeah. 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 Just oh, ridiculously good. Yeah. yeah. So much character in it, and just so many, just so much detail. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Yeah, and I wanted to get one of the Steven scopes, but they're just all dudes, and I just wasn't into that this month. <laughs> Had enough dudes for this month, though. Yeah, that's a question for you. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll ever sculpt a female head? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Maybe a female torso with an apron on. Yeah. Maybe that's what he'll go for. He did. It'd be one point zero, wouldn't it? Bodybuilder, <laughs> yeah. yeah, wouldn't we have Vorga from Cosmic? <laughs> <laughs> then we'd see Steve doing that. Um, yeah. No, I don't think so. No, that is my honest answer. But you never know. Maybe he's sculpting one right now and going, you know those that. guys. Another third me. party one, which wasn't on the list, so I'm just dropping it now while it's popped into my head, is Unc- Uncle Jim's Workshop has put a few more bits up. Um, Insanely good. There's a couple of like, staffs that have got like torch ends on the end um one of them's full of skulls one of them's empty um and then he's got a what he calls a shuriken weapon but it's like two-thirds the size of a figure but he and you you can just hold it and slice through everything that i mean if anyone hasn't bought from uncle jim's workshop before the stuff is unbelievable quality really intricate sculpts really painted well if you get any painted stuff from from them it's great stuff so yeah They've just dropped that new stuff. Just before we started recording, funnily enough, I, I, I think you must have posted a link or something, something to his weapon you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. that weapon. So I was go, I was having a look, and he's got a load of different uh, versions of Mjolnir and uh, some dwarf shields, and he has and loads of really cool one-handed dwarf axes and this sort of stuff. Just a dwarf, really a stuff. dwarf shield with a hammer on that doesn't look really phallic. <laughs> <laughs> So I may have to buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 an in joke. Everybody that um, Mal painted up did a very good job of painting. He uh, painted a shield for shield Travis Balls. Yeah, I love Twitter shield. It's not for Travis. It was. For yeah. me, but, uh, it's looking. It's now for yeah. Travis. We're going to present <laughs> yeah. it to him at the Barrett yeah, Legion's gone. Pink. Yeah, it's it's a representation of Travis in the hot tub. <laughs> when Steve gets in, oh, certainly part of Travis anyway. <laughs> Um, um, yeah. yeah, Uncle Jim's workshop. I was on their page uh, a couple of weeks ago when you sent around the links of the cool stuff, and uh, it was one of those I had to walk off the cliff edge there and just just close the page. And yeah, <laughs> so much cool stuff. I absolutely do. If you if you say the quality is good, then I completely it, believe it, it's you. It's really good, and it's really clever the way they do it too. So a lot of the weapons. Um, They'll come uh, in two or three pieces, but with little metal rods to attach them together. Oh, wow. To more strength as well, which is really clever. Yeah, because really Seva was idea. talking last month about magnets and that, uh, yeah, with the resin mm-hmm. pieces can be a bit thin. So this is yeah. obviously a solution. And that's always with. a risk for weapons, isn't it? Because obviously they're, yeah. by nature, they're thinner. So there's more chance of them breaking. But no, a lot of lot of his, not all of them, but a lot of them come with little metal rods to put in between, which is a really good idea as well. And um, this is from China? Is that right? China, I think, yeah. Yeah, they have insane stuff there. Even the guys, some of the guys, and I never know if they're if they're China or if it's, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Taiwan or even sometimes uh, some of the other countries around there, just with the names, you know, because mm. the names are in uh, 
different characters, you know, and they post their their painted stuff on the cabal, and it's often just insane. Oh, I often look at it and go, "These guys have the same kind of insane paint that the factory uses that it would is illegal over here, I think, or yeah. something." You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, to an extent. Now that doesn't mean you know I'm not trying to blame my tools here or anything, but it's just you know, this it's insane some of the stuff they do on the scale of it, you know. Yeah, there's there's one of the groups. I think it I think it might be Mythic Legions Taiwan, um, and just some of the painters. They had a like a get together a few months ago, maybe a year ago now, and the piece, the custom pieces that were on display there were just just ridiculous. There was and a lot of it was obviously stylized towards the sort of Chinese Asian sort of look and stuff, but the paintwork and the ideas and that were just incredible. There's one guy that does a lot of Warhammer tributes. Um, I can't remember his name now. Um, Taiwei, is it, maybe? But, again, his stuff is just incredible sort of thing. And it's, um, yeah, join one of those groups if you want to see really cool painted stuff. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I know some uh, some people of Asian background, and I think they have a they have a kind of a perfectionism in their, in their culture or kind of, a, you know, along with the work ethic. Um, and I think then when you see those type of paint jobs, you realize that I just wouldn't be able to push myself that far mm. in terms of just the amount of work it would take to do that. Or the hours that must go into... Yeah. And so there's a discipline hours, and maybe that's a bit cliche and a bit uh, stereotype, but um, I, I don't know how else to explain it because it's really... No. It's really I think there's like a lot of pride in it too because you never see them Oh, for that's sale. for sure, yeah. You, you see all these amazing things going up, but no one's ever selling them. No. So there's obviously a huge amount of pride in it. Yeah, I put... 20 hours or whatever into this i'm i'm not selling it it's it's staying with me no but it's a bit like uh, i suppose emil never wanted to sell but then somebody offered him you know he did the very slow sell thing which i think is a very successful sales tactic and i won't say that he was doing it as a tactic not at all but like it obviously worked out for him and what yeah, do you no, think of uh, him pre-selling a lot of his legions con stuff it's a really clever idea it's you know it because he obviously is traveling even further than we are well, i don't know about you john it might not be further than you but it is yeah it's it's two hours yeah. from me to to him and i guess he has to fly over me to go to there so yeah, yeah. so he knows what he needs to bring with him it's a, in a plane know, i mean yeah yeah and it's um you know he he's just drumming up the interest again you know he'll probably do a few more before then and I'm not. i'm not at all surprised either though you know when he put them up there as all oh, this is what i'm bringing i thought I wonder how many people are going to contact him. And then, you know, he happened to. Oh, no, if I was good enough, I, I, you know, and I thought about it because that's, I think that's the other thing with Emil. It's not just often his customs are so good because obviously his execution, but also he thinks of the idea. And I think this was just him thinking of the idea. And for him, he's just probably said, my God, well, that just seems logical to me. But you actually thought about it. <laughs> you were the one that actually thought about yeah. it. And now. Uh, I think it was uh, was it Stephen was talking with Travis about it uh, on their podcast at the weekend. That my wife's going to kill me. That a little uh, intimate uh, chat the two of them because the other boys were away. And uh, good show. It was a good show. It was really excellent. Good. Yeah, I, I actually sent a message said said it was good. Uh, I'm only about an hour into it, but I'm thoroughly enjoying yeah. it. It's more like excellent. a proper old school. My wife's going to kill yeah. me. Yeah, and that's not that's nothing against uh, Pete and Jeremy. No, it's, just, it's just it's just uh, it's still good. For, you know, yeah. it's good. Despite them being gone, not yeah. because. No, if, if Jeremy Dewitt's listening to this, Jeremy, 
I love you, dude. You're very much missed, but it was uh, interesting to see the old one. Yeah. And Pete, obviously, I love you as well. Yeah, yeah, we all love you. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy took proper offence at Mav, who posted something up going, it was nice. Yeah, but Mav is old just, school, so I'm just Sometimes you know, Mav needs out. to get the keyboard taken off him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What saves him now is he's apparently he's in Korea or something, so he's in the wrong time zone. So that maybe helps him uh, not make a show of himself as much. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they were talking about. Um, uh, the 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 idea and the fact that he thought about it and i think they were also quite impressed that he thought about yeah i mean it's just look it's it's in reality you know if you're if you're going to invest your money to go to this thing and you can already go right okay instead of going to you know just say you you don't have the money to go and you can go to your bank and say okay i need a couple of grand to to fund my holiday um, but if you've already pre-sold your stuff, that's a much easier conversation. Or it's just, or if you have your money in your savings and you think, well, rather, I know I'm going to just be able to top my savings back up rather than just, uh, so it makes it much more comfortable. And those guys are going as well for the week to yeah, to Michigan yeah, beforehand. So no, it's not a cheap trip. So uh, Question much respect for him. Emil is all. It's Emil, isn't it? It's pronounced Emil. 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 Is it Emil? Is it? Emil. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I worked in a Swedish bank for ten years, so right. I, I can't speak Swedish, but I know the the accent kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Is whether he obviously, you know, those people are going to be handing him over the the uh, the cash at the event. Is he then going to spend all that cash on other stuff while he's there, well, or is he going to discipline? You know? You know? Yeah. Because if it was me, it would be gone. So maybe he's hoping to arrange. PayPal payments. So Maybe. Cash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the limit of cash you can bring back into Sweden before customs are like, hang on a minute. <laughs> what are you smuggling? Well, from my experience of going to Sweden, they don't have cash. It's all electronic transactions. Oh, really? okay. Yeah, it's very, very way ahead of the curve in that. I don't think I've seen this. I've been going there since... 2010 and i don't think i've ever handled the swedish crown oh really okay yeah and my impression is everything's so expensive over there anyway they'd oh, probably is. just laugh at him if he came back with five grand but yeah. like, oh, pocket change whatever <laughs> it's like it's like 15 to 20 dollars for beer yeah yeah it's just crazy yeah and they have this uh these things called bolags for for buying your kind of uh alcohol for at home I think you can buy beer and stuff in the supermarket, but if you want to get hard liquor, you have to go to these uh, bolag, and they they're only open for certain hours in the day, and you have to have a card uh, with like your I don't know if it's linked to your social security or whatever, uh, and only with that card can you buy the hard liquor. So it's very well controlled over there. Yeah, so uh, it's not like uh, <laughs> not like the land of the free. Not like us in America, going over to the off-license and just coming back with two big bags after the, the nice, uh, it was a lady there offering to sample us with the different stuff. <laughs> you could nearly have got drunk there just tasting the stuff. That was great. And I got a bandana and all sorts out of her. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Got some random American beer or whiskey brand that I've never heard of. And I got a bandana. So there we go. It's now my favorite brand. I don't even yeah. really like it. 
but it's no, I don't me. drink whiskey. But what the hell? I'm going to wear the bandana proudly. Yeah. I'm going to do my best Len impression. And it, it, it's an interesting one. I've been. I've thought about this. Actually, in some ways, it's going to be a bit more expensive because we're going to be drinking in the bar, aren't we? So rather than buy. Yes, but um, not that I mind. I'm actually looking forward to that bit of it. But the, the, to the detriment of your sleep, maybe this year. But you are sharing with two other sweaty, hairy uh, blokes. I'll be snoring like a trooper, don't worry. Yeah. So whatever you paid for your hotel last year, and I have a fair idea because I know what mine costs. Um, <laughs> if if you put that much money, if you divide that by three. That's true. And put the other two thirds behind the bar. <laughs> you, you, That's you, night one, John. What you are you might, doing? You might, need the rescue, you might need the rescue plane to bring you home. So I think I think you'd be fine if that if you have a similar budget to last year in terms of accommodation. Now is probably a good time for me to mention as the three of us are sharing a room. Uh, I do have a, a, a thing where I lash out in my sleep every now and again. <laughs> So I've kicked and punched my wife a few times in my sleep uh, and even attempted to throttle her once. So just so you're aware. Okay. So there's Rich. Got, that's Rich yeah. made his play for the single bed, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or a sofa or whatever sort of thing. But yeah, I, I am a danger in my sleep. Oh, man. So if I have a black eye, I must be at least yeah. Gone. yeah. And I apologize. You go back to episode 11. Yeah. Of the Eurovision's <laughs> podcast, and you—I don't know what minute it's going to be at yet, because who knows? It's weird. I thought I thought drinking and fighting was being part of part of being Irish, wasn't it, John? <laughs> oh, it, it's part of being British, certainly now. Yeah, no, yeah, it could be, I suppose, to a certain a certain section. I won't take offence to that. I'm only teasing. I'm a lover, we, not a fighter. When we talk about Legion's Con too, I think now is probably a good time for me to mention that um, I'm off to intern for a day as well. Oh, yeah, with David Williams. David Williams is very, very generous, or very nicely offered to take me as his plus one. Fair play. I mean, David's done a ton of painting for me over the last couple of years. Um, And we met up for the first time at Legion's Con last year and just got on like a house on fire. Spent an awful lot of the con together, drinking, chatting chatting the shit sort of thing. So um, it was really nice of him to invite me. So, yeah, so I'm going to be there a day longer. Wonderful. Well, you'll have to invite David on the show before we go. And, we will hundred uh, percent will. David's a very good guest. Yes, and I've also picked up a couple of uh, pieces of uh, decent podcasting gear for on the road, so uh, oh, we'll be able go. to podcast on the road for sure. Um, so that's going to be fun. As so we have to figure out what we're going to do, but I'm just my approach is going to be I'm just going to get as much content as I can and then solve it afterwards. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Pete's announced now, so we, I don't know if we've said it before on here, but uh, it'll be us versus Legion's Lounge versus uh, Legion's Lair <laughs> uh, in a fight to the death. No, um, in a quiz. So yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah, and sorry, Curtis and Jesse, you can call your show Legionsy, 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 whatnot, but it's too late. You're not getting on that quiz. <laughs> I was going to suggest the tagline for today's episode is shooting the legions. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I like that. Although people might mistake it for like a legions photography. Yeah. This is true. This is true. We're a drug addict show. We're shooting the legions. Here we go. Well, one of my mates thought this was a football podcast. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, give it a listen. Give it a download. Tell, me, tell us what you think. Yeah. 
I was recommending it to a colleague of mine, well, my line manager, in fact, today. Um, I was like, you know, if you want to listen to something interesting, there's the uh, Eurolegions podcast. And then somebody else popped up and went, yeah, if, you, if you're like, struggling with amnesia, it's like, cheers, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you're into action figures, it's very interesting. Thank you very much. Yeah, Jesus. That's just did an you, insult. Say, we're, we're, that we're really number, is mean, yeah. We're number they enjoy taking the mick out of me. We're number two in whatever category it was in Luxembourg. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> me downloading to make sure the files are all right. But <laughs> yeah, don't tell oh, anyone that. John's family downloading multiple times yeah, on their like, device. Download them on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and all the different platforms to make sure they've uploaded right. <laughs> and that puts us in the charts. Because <laughs> this country is like a postage stamp across and postage stamp up. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oop. I take it. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, oh yeah, Noble Bear is teasing us just oh, before yeah, I got yeah. onto this uh, oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Velez posted and I did uh, I did repost it on our Instagram. Some amazing looking heads. And oh, his shop yeah, is open. Yeah. You went on the shop bridge, I was afraid to. So you tell us what. Yeah, I, I had a very quick look. There wasn't basically the stuff he teased on Instagram was the stuff that he had up. So there was a really good Monkey King head. Um, it's oh, almost like they there? knew these a, these third party guys. Yeah, there was um there was an orc head with a weird spiked helmet. Well, that wasn't on the website randomly, but I think that's going to go up there. Um, there's a new troll-sized demon head, which hopefully will drop down to 1.0 if you're listening, Anthony. Yeah, you were disappointed that was just a troll size. Yeah. Um, the there's troll, some awesome stuff there. Well, the troll-sized, uh, is it cephaloid or cephalopod, you call it, uh, with the you know the tentacles. That looks really mm. cool. But, is that yeah. troll-sized as well? Yeah, yeah. Which oh, that's interesting, awesome. a troll. That will work really well, actually. Cosmic troll, maybe. He's all, Yeah, he's well, he's teased a, a cosmic cephalopod as well, hasn't he? Recently, there was one with like goggles type thing. Of course, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's absolutely. I think I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it because currently they're my favourite cosmic heads by third party, except for maybe what Mark Calvo is doing. Um, they are. He's doing some awesome cosmic heads at the moment. Oh yeah, I don't need to collect them all to steal mm. a line from another line, uh, toy line. <laughs> yeah, no, Anthony's absolutely smashing it out. The other third party one, although they've not put any out yet that I'm really excited about in terms of cosmic stuff is Immortal Collections. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, they had have a couple great stuff, of yeah. insane ones at Legion's Con last year. Um, it was Ogre Scale. Um, and the, the stuff just looked amazing. So I'd imagine they're going to come up with some incredible cosmic designs. Yeah, and speaking of Mark Calvo, I got a, we got a box from Mark, Mark Calvo this week of stuff we bought from Mark. But um, uh, myself and Rich, we got the Zellerni Guard inserts. You got a couple of painted things from him as well, Rich. I did, yeah. And that uh, was the vampire dwarf that I've vampire painted. dwarf we talked about. Yeah, he did a like a samurai slash Ronin dwarf head as well, um, which is one of the, my favourite sculpts I think I've ever seen for the Mythics line. Um, and he painted that up for me as well. So that's that's a glorious piece. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Give me on this way to you, soon, don't yeah. worry. For someone that said I wasn't bothered about dwarves, I have a lot of dwarves in my collection, I'm suddenly <laughs> realising. And, uh, and goblins and orcs. <laughs> they're very cool to customise, you know? That's, That's the thing about them. dwarves, yeah. They're, they're just very, fun, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, you can just, you can go over the top a bit with them, you know, with all the stuff. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
another one to mention um, is my perennial favourite prop masters, um, and they've released uh, a couple, two or three different sculpts. But it's it's like a floating ghost type thing. So it's a screaming female face with like gums gone back and and teeth sticking out. And then the torso itself's got like a little, like a spine tailing out of it, sort of I, thing. I need to get that at some point. That uh, that just looks insane. That little, looks so cool. Yeah. I will hundred percent be getting that. Little point. flight stand, stick that on the. On yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, was it Leyland? I think Leyland Queen Queen Doe. Uh, Last Legion's gone had a similar thing that he'd done, but he'd like custom kit bashed it from various bits, sort of thing. But yeah, Prop Masters have released that now as well, and that that looks insane. Yeah. So. Lots of cool stuff in the community. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, it's really, really going crazy uh, in a good way. And uh, I really, I'm, I'm, I mean, from talking to Seba last week, um, I really feel like these guys are actually doing okay from this stuff, you know? I mean, I'm sure most of them still have a day job and, and that kind of stuff, but I really do hope some of them are actually making a good living off this stuff whether it's just obviously not maybe just the third party parts but you know designing working doing commissions that kind of stuff you know yeah, the whole I gamut. Think they are i mean anthony obviously prints a load of stuff for um legion shop doesn't he as well so i think that helps anthony velez yeah anthony velez yes no. sorry yes um so that helps with that as well i'd imagine yeah yeah, I know Mark Calvo has a day job. Um, who else? Anthony Hosiel has a day job, for sure. So, yeah, I think uh, it's still a cool little community. Yeah, oh, and yeah. everyone, as you say, smashing it and making it very uh, painful, but in a good way. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's a little what? bit of a juggle. It's like what, yeah. to, what to order before Legion's gone. Um, mm. And then kind of fill it up at Legion's Con because obviously for us traveling the whole way, you know, cheap. if I want one or two pieces off somebody, I'll probably wait. Yeah. Um, if there's something that's just so good or that I just really want it now, uh, I'll probably still order it. Um, or like in the scenario where maybe we we get together and say, okay, we all want something from one of the uh, ones in the states, then we can maybe go together and order one lot you know yeah i'm having to keep reminding myself at the moment that i am going to legions con again i don't need to hence the wolf king order you know the the demon female demon head and the eugene set i'll pick those up at legions con i don't need to get those before yeah i think anything i order between now and legions con might be stuff that i maybe want to paint for legions con to maybe Mm -hmm. have for sale or something like that uh might need to to discipline myself in that way um and then to find the time it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're having a big, we're having big, I mean, should I say, yeah, I suppose it's, it's maybe it's interesting for people in the podcast or not, but we're having big work in our garden done uh, in the next couple of weeks. And I just had uh, today. Oh, is, this your, is this your swimming pool? Yeah, we're getting the pool. My wife is my wife's dream since forever. And uh, I'm certainly not going to stand yeah, in the way of it. gets to go to Legion's con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not going to stand in the way, especially if she's going to pay for it. No, but um, uh, so, yeah, so it's, we obviously went last year and see what the story was about this, you know, and uh, uh, 
we realized actually, yeah, you need to kind of arrange this a long way in advance. So we, we sorted everything out middle of last year, but now it's only kind of starting work now. Um, because that's kind of the schedule that people like that had, especially after COVID. Because I think at, during COVID, a lot of people, um, especially in this part of the world, is, is people do quite well for themselves in terms of money, um, for the most part, if you have a place to live. The problem is accommodation or houses are expensive, but once you have one, uh, you're on the ladder, then you're good, you know? And the jobs yeah. are generally, you know, there's generally a lot of decent jobs. There's a lot of expats, blah, 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 small country, small country. Yeah, can be, can be good financially. But anyway, so, so these companies then, you know, they're very busy after COVID because everyone's sitting at home during COVID and going, Jesus, I'm missing my summer holiday. But you know what? I could put a pool in the garden and the weather's getting pretty good, you know, global warming and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, suddenly it's 35, 36 degrees in the summer. I'm not translating that for you Americans because... <laughs> That's something I'm not going to go as far as the dates and the temperature there. They make sense in our language. Um, so figure it out. Yeah. Zero is freezing. So I don't know how you need the temperature that zero isn't freezing in anyway. OK, so. Uh, yeah, so we basically decided to do all that, you know, and got it all done and whatever. And now it's starting to happen. And, you know, today a guy knocks at the door with a massive truck outside the door, taking up the whole street and he's got a big digger. And he's like, I need to drop the digger off for, for starting on Monday. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, well, I guess you'll have to drive away then and I'll have to find somewhere else to put my car. <laughs> and then somebody else called with something for the, you know, some sort of, uh, it was like a big parcel. I thought, oh, there's my tactics figures. Yes. And then I looked at his van and, I, and it was like swooping pool supplies. And I was like, oh. He's like, here's the here's the uh, the motor for the cleaning thing for the. I was like, okay, put it over there in the garage. Um, yeah, so all that kind of stuff is going on. So for the next three weeks, uh, I'll definitely have to podcast at night because otherwise you get a lot of noise in the background. <laughs> yeah, or I suppose the weekend might be safe. Although I don't know, maybe they want to work at the weekends and I won't stand in their way, you know. But yeah, uh, and then eventually, as the weather gets good. I'll maybe podcast from the pool. That'd be fun. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> by the, on the chair by the pool. I think it'll be on the chair by the pool. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to risk any of these. If, uh, nice, uh... if you're doing it in the pool, John, then I'm going to get the paddling pool out and uh, I'll be broadcasting <laughs> from the paddling pool in this end. <laughs> Sorry, Mal, you almost choked on your drink there. My apologies. Mal can, Mal can sit back. in the sink. <laughs> 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 I don't have a back garden, so screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. One. Yeah. So first world problems. It's all good. <laughs> um, so that's it. And did you see the Legion's Lamp pop and swap stars? What do we think of that? Did you enjoy that? They had, some, re they had some really good entries. Um, yes. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with some of the ones they picked as winners, but then as they kept saying over and over again, you know, everyone has different opinions on this and... Yeah, which is but, is great, yeah. Yeah. But the one that won the overall category with the Templar and sorry, spoiler alert if anyone hasn't watched that episode. No, yet. don't come on. Um we we're, we we can spoil movies, but not yeah. Pop and swap stars competition. Um then yeah, the the Templar and the Calavius and the Xylonia Guard. That was a brilliant combination of parts. I can see why that won. Uh, and I also really loved the the Calavius and Purple combination too. I thought the gold yeah. and the purple just just worked brilliantly together. Yeah. yeah. I'm with Rich on this. Those two were the, were the two that I thought looked out the windows were really good. I think, you know, what they showed, some of the pictures they showed of what else had been entered were fantastic. 
Um, really cool. A really good show overall, I've got to say. It was uh, one of my favourites I've seen recently, yeah. Yes, and they had Legion's Lair to help them uh, with the voting, and also Joe Vasapolo. So, uh, yeah, I and think they had Kevin Boots as well, didn't they? And Kevin Boots, there. yes. And Kevin does great stuff on Instagram. Uh, I've, I he does. Him. I met Kevin at Legion's Con when I was queuing to get in the first morning. Um, he was, so I was queuing to get directly into the main floor rather than the Four Horsemen line. The sensible approach. Only, yeah, there's only about 10 of us in the queue, and he was first. Rem- and I was remember that. That's your first tip for Legion's Con. Yeah. Um, and he handed me a, a photograph that he'd done of a, a really cool photograph of a shadow elf in a stream um and he'd signed it and it was just like that's awesome cheers dude and he was just handing out signed pictures to people wow yeah he's, really nice he's very prolific um because mm. i share lots of st- i try and share lots of stuff from the community from our instagram account um and kevin has so much stuff and i don't want to just have all kevin's stuff on, on my on our feed <laughs> i have to try and share the love a bit so i have to try and pick and choose between his stuff which is yeah. difficult because it's all excellent um, yeah, so, you, you know, at the same time, you can say what you want about the winners and, and whatnot, and maybe you entered it and you think maybe, oh, mine was cool as well. But uh, it's definitely a subjective thing, and congrats to the winners. But uh, them bringing in people from the outside uh, definitely makes it very legit in terms of who's the winner and all that. And uh, Well, absolutely. My, my attitude to all of this, and it's what I'd say when you're customising or anything, if you're doing it, for the end result, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. In that case, if you're doing it to win the competition, I know that's kind of the point, but enjoy the process. That's surely the best way to treat things. Absolutely, yeah. Mal. And you're inspiring other people, aren't you? I mean, I think yes. Joe Vasapolo said on it, you know, one of the ideas he was going to steal and do himself sort of thing. And there's, you know, there's a couple of there that I was thinking, oh, actually, I never thought about that. Do you know what? I may well do that myself as well. So you're inspiring other people. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, and uh, Joe's obviously person, part of the horsemen, but, you know, they obviously see their parts being used in, in innovative and cool ways, and, and uh, they mightn't copy directly, but they might actually, it might trigger a spark in them, and you might know it, but they might have seen your picture and gone, ooh, and then suddenly, uh, years down the line, there's a figure that you maybe go, oh, I remember doing that, um, and it could be just slightly inspired by... But yeah, I think the the hundred percent best thing about this, apart from the super episode last night of uh, or two nights ago now, what I watched it last night, um, of Legion's Lounge was the whole month in the community of all these cool pictures popping up. Yes, it really does bring the cabal back to what it's best for, which is just cool pictures of cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I, I love I love the there's two types of posters I love the one that. He's done so many and he doesn't know which one to enter because you're only allowed to enter one. So he's going, oh, here's my one. I'm not sure if I'll tag it with the pop and soft stars or I'll do another one. And actually the guy that won it had had written that on his. Really? And obviously he decided to keep it. Uh, and there's the other guy uh, that's posting and is just, yeah, completely insecure about their pop and swap that i will say something that came from it it highlighted to me with how good that because i really really liked the the overall winner but it also pointed out how much we need more dark-skinned uh 
bare arms and bare torsos. You know, yeah. not it's yeah. so long since we had one. We need another one because it just looks so good. And also with the two, like the two arms, because you don't have the two arms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd love, I'd love everything from the whole spectrum down. You know, every skin tone down eventually. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. But, but I think that is the one that they they could do definitely another figure. And even Sir, isn't the the Templar in Etheron? Yeah, Sir Elijah. Elijah. Um, yeah. If you had the two bare arms, then you could definitely do. You could do a, a cool kind of, um, maybe unarmored version of him. Yeah, absolutely. I've got somebody painting um, a mythic bits head at the moment to go on a Calavius um, torso, but I would love to have the bare arms as well, but obviously I've only got one. So it's going to be a one-armed, bare-chested. Not one-armed, but one <laughs> bare arm. I mean, obviously, not... yeah, it's possible to paint another arm, uh, but it's not the same, is it? It's not, no. No. Unless you maybe have Nikki Nicole do it. She'd do a good job of it. Very good, guys. So what else do we have? Uh, have you picked up anything else in the recent past that isn't this wonderful Legions line? It's Legions adjacent, the two things I've had this week. Which is? Am I allowed to call that? Yeah, so yeah. I got I got one of the D20 boars. Oh, I was, um, I was very excited for you when you posted that. And yeah, I, I picked that up from, um, from Zemo at PropMasters. He, he was selling a few figures, so I grabbed that. Um, and I'm going to use um, Anthony at Toy Forge. He's got a ball rider kit, like a, a head and chest plate. So I'm going to, David is going to paint those up for me. Um, and then I'm going to have my boar cavalry rider. Wonderful. Um, and I also got a, a, a Z-Ray or X-Z-Ray or however it's pronounced. Z-Ray, yeah. Z-Ray. Yeah, people that do the gladiators. Uh, got a gladiator accessory kit as well from Zebo. Um, and the parts in that are just brilliant. There's one head that's just... It's got people can't who can't see me demonstrating this to John and Malcolm now, but it's there's a huge horned skull on top. Nobody can see it. Massive, yeah. Because I'm not recording. Massive, um, massive. Oh, okay. And a massive fur um, headdress and a mask sort of thing, and that's that's going to look very good as a gladiator in my uh, my mythic gladiators arena. You can use your vocabulary. Well, you've got such a good vocabulary that people <laughs> will be able to get there. Don't worry. And I had a GI Joe classified figure to Oh, well. which Copperhead. one? Copperhead. Copperhead. Okay. Yeah. yeah, not a figure I had as a kid, actually. Um, I had a lot of G.I. Joes, but not Copperhead. But um, I'm loving the classified line. So yeah. It is a cool yeah. line, yeah. I, 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 I'm, but I'm, it's one of those ones I'm very happy to follow from afar. I, I love looking at the figures. I love seeing it on the shows where people pick one up, especially uh, Steve or Travis, because they're very passionate mm-hmm. about the line. In... Yeah, I, I said it on a post. I think Maverick posted about the... Uh falcon figure when that head was first revealed that there's just i want to love them but there's just something about them um really just, you can't do you love think that it falcon, is? no matter what well, you do, that it's not just falcon, though. bloody awful i mean they look great i mean no aside from i didn't mind falcon i thought it was just a bit of character to him but um yeah just there's just something about them they're not they i've sort of stopped now ordering well that's not true that's a lie I do this regularly, don't I? I've, you do. <laughs> I, I've decided I'm gonna I'm gonna sell off most of what I've got. I say this is that's also a lie because <laughs> I keep looking at most of what I, of what I have got, and I'm like, well, I might well pick up the dreadnoughts because I really, really, really like yeah, the dreadnoughts. Yeah. Dreadnoughts are cool. And Zartan comes into that for me, and I've got like 
two of the Zartan, so that's half my collection. <laughs> um, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, I'll probably get them because they look great, and I love they, again. They were two of my favourites as a kid. And then besides that, I've only really got Croc Master bats, and I loved the bats, so I don't really want to get rid of them. Um, and that Baron Blood's just such a cool uh, Blood. Yeah, Baron Blood is that his name? Major Blood. Major Blood. I knew that didn't sound right. And he's just such a cool looking figure. I don't want to get rid of it's him. Great figure that one. So yeah. it's more of a case of I've got a couple of them. I'll not them, but a couple of others I'll sell off. Like of the Alley Viper, just I don't know, just doesn't quite do it for me. I love. Oh, that's one of my favourite figures from when I was a kid. Well, Blue that's Gmail. no, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved, it. I loved, but the, that's I nostalgia, loved, isn't it? Yeah, I it loved is, yeah. the classics. I loved it the, as I was a kid. I loved that one. I had to buy that one because I loved it as a kid. But this, the classified one, just does. There's just something. I've got Crimson Guards. I've not even opened them because they're just not doing it for me. So I think I'm going to, you know, I've put a stop to that. I'll stick them in my Action Force shelf, which I've also stopped um, just because it's become so hard to pick them up. Um, yeah, that's yeah. often the problem, isn't it, with the, with that type of stuff? Uh, with the lines like Action Force yeah. just becomes difficult to get the stuff. Well, at the moment, the only way we can only way we can get them from is from Valiverse site, and it suffers <laughs> from a similar problem to the Four Horsemen seem to have now with their postage. Um, and of course, it's because they're probably using the same method. And it's and I know uh, I only got this might be what the issue is from uh, something that was said on My Wife Is Going to Kill Me podcast. Um, Dusty Standiford Sandiford mentioned that he looked at um he tried to buy a figure and a cup and the price went up from like oh yeah well that's what happens if you try and order a figure or and a comic or on um on so tried, yeah yeah so i tried to buy like one figure and three comics and the shipping went up to i mean and bear in mind that was 60 something say about 80 dollars that's probably more than it was and then the shipping went up to a hundred dollars. Just the oh. shipping. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. So, it, so it's just it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not viable. And it, it's obviously just not set up properly for the comic, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which bit it was. I forget which bit it. I think. I think it was like if you had three comics and the uh, figure, it was one price. You added that last comic that I needed, and it yeah shot up. And it's yeah yeah um it might have changed since then but i'm i've sort of moved away now there might be the one or two coming up that i might pick up of them as well but we'll see what happens so they don't have any uk distribution at all not anymore toys or armor shut down ah. um uh, well it's gone into yeah bit of a and the, it's not with any of the other ones is Kapow still going? Kapow Toys? Kapow's going it sounds like he might well be get or was it yeah, him they or were always good toys, uh, yeah you... might Power might be getting them in. They I think, sort of a lot of stuff from them before yeah. you decided to get out of the EU. Damn you! <laughs> yeah, I think it I saved think... me a lot of money. I stopped collecting a lot of lines because <laughs> because I used to get them all from the UK. Uh, okay, yeah. No, Kapow annoyed me when they they solicited the Arathir wave and then just never got it in. Oh, did they never, never get told, it in? And, and never told anybody. So the oh, only way no. to get, they'll give you a refund straight away. They were great with me, but if you, ask, you have to ask for it. Yeah. They're not oh, otherwise. Wow. They, 
uh, that's a really bad business practice. I asked you know, for a couple like, of them, but I kept them. just in case. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I had like 28 figures or something on order. Yeah, um, that's a lot of money you've spent with them. Then. And I, well, I only put deposits down, but that was still like four or five pound figure, so it, it yeah. adds up. Um, and the, you know, they made no representation to say, look, we're clearly not getting these. It was yeah. two years ago that they released. Um, so I had to ask for them. So I, I tried to avoid comparing. That's why I nearly missed. That's why I really nearly missed out on. That, that's why I nearly missed out on the Arathir wave because I tried to get mm. it through them initially. Ah, I knew there was something with them with that. Okay, so boo them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I bought other stuff. From yeah, they've the generally been, been fine. But yeah, I used to get yeah, my mezcos that, from they, them. Is basically what yeah. I what I used to they get lost, from them. They lost me as a customer yeah. at that point. I was just like, nope. Yeah. Fair anyway. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then what about Armies of Ashmore? Have we have we topped up our pledges since we last spoke? <laughs> uh, so since we yes. last spoke, he's added the blanks, and he's added uh, heads pack. And some weapons. Yes. So what have we done there? So you were all in, both of you. Yeah. And I yep. was in on one figure, the green triceratops. So what are we in on now? Uh, uh, <laughs> Mal's a lot the way. Look at, look at Mal's face. He's, <laughs> he's um, sweating. He's, he's selling a key. He's, his eyeballs are sweating it, yeah. here. <laughs> um, so I still the all in, obviously. I then did stick a like a couple of a bit of a pledge in to try and boost it, but then when he put the blanks out, I went back, I took a bit of that out, put it into the blanks, um, and then he released those head packs, and I was like, I, I love them all, but the the one I really love is the the Brontosaurus head, and that's Milwick, is it? Or... Yeah, yeah, Milwick, and it just I don't know, it just the. As much as I want the head packs, his that head for me doesn't quite necessarily work with all the other bodies. Okay. Um, but then instead of uh, ordering a head pack, I went and ordered the uh, other two blanks. Instead, so I'm now getting all the blanks. <laughs> and I presume you've ordered. I'm not sure if you said last time, Mal, but I presume you've ordered the translucent millwick as well. Well, it's not available. Or put, yet, or, or put it? the money aside for um, it, going it. I haven't yet because of I'm waiting to see if we get there because if it funds and that money's there, <laughs> that's a lot of money I'm giving Ooh, away. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to cover yourself somehow. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I've also uh, one one of the weapons pack, but I was very tempted to go for a second weapons pack as well. So yeah, and that's it so far. So far. <laughs> but seriously, if it if it funds and and we, people can and we can as a group get it to the the extra figures they're totally going in my uh, cart as well so <laughs> awesome. it's going to cost a lot to ship it's going to be coming in like a container on its own yeah it's gonna be heavy isn't it mm. to get that across mm. yeah no i added in a bit more money to cover a weapons pack and the albino one um yeah but that that's it so far. well the head pack i'm pretty tempted by some couple of the head packs so i might well do that as well they look fantastic. I want to say they look mm. fantastic. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, really, because the it's the Kickstarter itself is somewhat stalled, as most do in the middle. Yeah, so it's not reached the funding goal yet. And I think once it hits the funding goal, I think people will start throwing money at it, which is a weird way to think about it. You know, put throw the money at it now and get it to the funding goal. Yeah. Um, but then I think once it hits that, it'll then it'll then unlock all these things really quickly. But it depends how soon before the deadline that it actually unlocks. 
uh, uh, sorry, funds rather. Well, I wonder if, and this is, and I'm, I think there's got to be, since he's working with Chris, there's got to be that there'll be some deal with someone like Big Bad or something. And when does that normally happen? Because that quite mm. often pushes it well over the goal. Yeah, but I think from, I, did you listen to him on Toy Power Podcast? It was a really good uh, interview no, with Matt. You should, should listen to it. Um, I get the feeling that he really wants the Kickstarter to kind of do, to do its thing. Um, and I think he's pretty sure now he's going to get funded. I mean, obviously he didn't say anything like that, but I think he's pretty confident that he, he get funded. Um, and he wants that to, you know, be a thing. And they're the people that really funded the line. And then obviously the second wave of it, which hopefully he'll make the money off will be actually the retailer stuff. Um, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. which I think will mean that the Kickstarter backers will still be special, you know, because I think when you add the retailer stuff into the actual Kickstarter, it means that that gets diluted into the, and suddenly on Big Bad Toy Store, you can get the stuff that you could get on the Kickstarter. And that doesn't feel great sometimes if you're a backer. You know? What I think would be really awesome and if anyone who listens to this happens to speak to Matt, a blank. Mal, if you're going to say a full range of translucent ones, just <laughs> yeah, ghost versions of every figure. No, yeah. um, no um... I can edit that out. Rich, <laughs> he does say that. Don't worry. Um, I have the blank, power. Blank versions of the weapons, and it's Bill's fault uh... or Claire's fault because seeing the blank versions on the uh, on the little review he did, the weapons looked incredible. And imagine if you could just paint them up however you liked for whatever line. That oh, yeah. With. I might buy multiples of them. Because mm. they're ogre sort of scaled, aren't they? So and yeah. we're, we're missing some decent ogre weapons. Ogre or dwarf? Because dwarfs carry anything. That's it. Yeah, I added, I added three blanks to my pledge of one. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you went back as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got I've got a full cupboard worth of paints, so I might as well have something to paint. Do you know what the funny thing is? I don't think I want to paint them. I think I want them in that matte grey. Yeah, but you're you've got the all in. You're you know. Yeah, I want yeah, to have fun yeah. with this stuff, Fair and yeah, yeah. um, also think the price was excellent for the for the blanks. Really good. That's why I got three. I would have got one if it was like closer to the retail. So if, if he was charging 50 for the blanks, I probably would have got one or, you know, even 55. Uh, but because he's charging 35, I got three. So he's getting more money off him because he charged a, a, a price that was kind of, you know, yeah. more. Yeah. So that that's kind of how, how it works. But that, that's great. So, yeah, so there's another... Uh, 20 something days I have it here no 18 days to go uh, when this show goes out it'll be 16 days to go and he's currently at 91% so 98 almost 99,000 out of 109,200 109,200 seems like a very specific number it really does. I've not picked up on the 200. Before. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's that's very specific. 100, 910. Well, obviously, that's the price, you know. That's what he needs. His wife said she wants a fancy meal after putting up with all the, the faff of this. <laughs> yeah, so fancy meal. I think I'm going to spend $200 on a fancy meal, okay? Yeah. 109, 200. Yeah, I think she need it more than that. Maybe a weekend away. 
minimum from that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good luck to Matt, and yes. we hope that it Absolutely, funds. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I'm sure we're sure we're sure that it funds, but we hope that it really goes. Yeah, if any of our yeah. listeners haven't jumped on yet, please do go on the on the Kickstarter website and have a look because they are fabulous looking. They things. are. We were we were lucky enough to see them in person at Legion's Con. Well, the prototypes in at Legion's Con in person, and they just grab your attention, don't they? They, they really do. They, they really do. Yeah. So good. Okay, guys. Uh, sculpted got... by the Four Horsemen. We yeah, sculpted by the Four Horsemen, yeah. and then uh, also project managed. Yeah, by Chris. By Chris Gorich, who yeah, also... Yeah, Bill Mancuso from the Four Horsemen painted up the prototypes as well, didn't he? So Yeah, and Joe, I think, was involved as well, Joe Vassipolo. So uh, lots of good people there. Um, Okay, any shout-outs to finish, guys? Uh, no, not for me. I, I Well, I, I sell a few things on eBay, and one of the people that bought something off me said... Um, have you heard of the Euroleans podcast <laughs> with a big smiley face? I was like, yes, I'm on the host. He's like, I thought you were. Love the podcast. Listen to it all the time. And I heard you said you put a load of uh, stuff onto eBay. So I presumed it was you. <laughs> so that was nice to get feedback that way. Very good. That's very cool. Yeah. So I just want to say thanks to everyone that's commenting on our stuff on Instagram, on Facebook, leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, the review we had on Spotify was from Michael Casper. Uh, that strange username. I don't know if you remember when I mentioned it a few episodes ago. So that was Michael. He listens to us on, on Spotify. Um, and He's obviously, to us up so we don't whoop him too bad at Legion's Con. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, actually, uh, he actually sent me a nice message on my birthday. And he said to me, after listening to episode nine, my take on Mercurius is that the outer defense against Arathorn for Leandor, it was the outer defense against Arathorn for Leandor, it fell to Gorgo and the Legion. The Colosseum was under control of Gorgo during the time Atlas was captured and then freed the combatants with the help of Clavius. After gaining their freedom, Atlas and many of the combatants fled to Bjorngar and formed the House of the Noble Bear. That's an interesting little theory. Yeah, well, like that. Thought, eh? so it's very well thought out, Michael. So mm. we'd see if that's the case. Definitely, I think Bjorngar seems like the place for the House of the Noble Bear, doesn't it? It's that direction anyway. Yeah, it does, definitely. We still want our Viking faction, I think. Shall we, <laughs> shall we just say that? Viking faction, Viking faction. We desperately want the Viking faction. Yeah. As long as they have giants and yetis and direwolves in yeah. as well. And we don't want it in figure, figure obscura. We don't want it anywhere else. We want it in... Mythic legions. Yeah. Preferably this November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, despite my despite my general dislike of House of the Noble Bear, even I would support it if they were up against a, uh, a yeah. faction of Vikings. Yeah, well, stick in two Sons of the Red Star then just as kind of random figures. Bingo, bango. Job's a good one. Vikings could totally be part of House of the Noble Bear, Rich. I've told you this. <laughs> no, we wouldn't get many of them that way. We need their own, we need their own uh, faction. <laughs> yeah. And long boats. Oh, oh, oh. But what's Norwegian for noble bear? <laughs> noble bear. <laughs> so what was Anthony from Toy Forge you made a long boat? Yes. No, it, it well was, wasn't he didn't he make it for Patrick Boyle? He made it for 
Patrick Boyle, yeah, because Patrick had it at Legion's Con last yeah. year, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that would be cheap. Yeah, and uh, I'd buy one. I'd buy one. Yeah, the diorama guys could could get down on that maybe. Okay, guys. Well, I think uh, I think we've managed without too much planning to get through episode eleven. Bit of a random. We absolutely have riff. loads of content. Yeah. Few people have used this one to sleep too, you know. <laughs> no, I've enjoyed your work colleagues anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can tell you that uh, we're making nice, uh, steady progress on the listener front. Thank everybody for listening. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Really a pleasure. Uh, drop us a message on however you find us. Uh, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Drop us a review on any of the podcast players you have. Be delighted to hear from you. Worth reminding people, uh, join our page. Uh, the plan is to have a competition coming up. Yes. Soon. soon. <laughs> and I hope you all saw our new logo. Yes. And liked it. Uh, I think uh, we will be soon getting stuff like stickers and possibly in the future t-shirts and stuff like that. So uh, now that we have our logo, that's going to be our look for the future. So yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to t-shirt up for Legion's con. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Don't worry. That's I'm already texting somebody here about t-shirts just on a small <laughs> level, but you know, if we want to ramp it up for our followers, we might have to do that, but uh, us three will definitely have t-shirts and then we'll see what Excellent. we can do after that. Um, and definitely our most loyal listeners will be forced to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks always for listening as well. And uh, for the great feedback. And here's the episode 12 next week. Thank you. Stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or don't. Or don't. But as long as you listen. <laughs> you listen to your hospital bed, that's fine. <laughs> Put your headphones in. Mark yeah. across busy roads listening to us yeah. and just enjoy life. <laughs> or listen to us in the hot tub <laughs> on your headphones. Don't electrocute yourself. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.